You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you? Yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. What is going on, everybody? Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Wow. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend and you are having a very good hump day. We've got a lot to break down today. We had a lot happen in the news recently. Well, sort of. There's there's a lot going on. We're going to talk about the Adam Levine stuff, the, you know, affair, cheating situation. We're going to talk about Real Houses of Beverly Hills. We're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Like, there's a lot to talk about. I hope you guys caught our earlier episode of the week with Steel and Shooter from the Brav Bros. You guys know I love me some Brav Bros. So if you haven't supported them, go and give them some love. Follow them on the TikTok and get ready because there's going to be a lot more fun collaborations to come. Okay. Um, so like I said, we have a lot of tea to break down. Where should we start? Well, first, I hope you guys are sipping on some Fizzy Housewives-inspired wine for yourself. Pack in a punch at 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It's my Housewives watching wine. My no-filter wine available at nofilterwine.com. Must be 21 or older to order. Please sip responsibly for fun designs inspired by some of our favorite, most iconic Housewives moments. If you're getting ready for the Beverly Hills finale, you're going to want to uh, you're going to want to be sipping on some cut down my drinking or what? Or what? So go stock up now at nofilterwine.com. We also have the Salt Lake City premiere that's coming up. So you're going to want to sip on some. I'm not going out tonight. I'm disengaging white wine. It's delicious. It's yummy at nofilterwine.com. Okay. So what do we want to start with first? Well, I guess we should start with Reza and Gigi from Shaws of Sunset. Obviously, we now know that Shaws of Sunset has been canceled and is not coming back. However, Gigi and Reza are teasing that they're going to be coming back to reality TV soon. So we can look forward to that. They were on a red carpet recently. They were also asked about Mike. Obviously, we know Mike has been in a lot of hot water with these assault allegations. He was arrested for putting his hands on his girlfriend. They seem to have really distanced themselves from Mike. They apparently haven't talked to him, but they are looking forward to coming back to a television set soon maybe on peacock maybe on bravo who knows what it's going to be but we have reza we have Gigi, and mj was also spotted out filming with them so it appears there is a spinoff in the works with the three of them which i'm really excited for okay let's move on over to some vanda pump rules something about her is coming soon so the vanderpump rules finale just wrapped last friday and it's apparently anchored around Ariana and Katie showing off the progress of something about her with the tasting of their very special menu. So it looks like something about her is really coming to fruition. And we're going to see their journey with bringing it together as the season progresses. I'm curious how Katie and Ariana, how their relationship gets affected by all the drama that Katie seems to be in throughout the season. Very, very curious to see how this all unfolds. But 
Apparently, they're opening it up next to Sir. So in between Sir and Pump, because down that street, we have Sir at one end of the block, and then we have Pump at the other end of the block. And in between Sir and Pump is the Abbey and the chapel, and I believe there were some other little shops. So it looks like they're opening up somewhere right in there. I know right next to Sir used to be a Mexican restaurant called Tortilla Republic, and then it closed. And I used to love Tortilla Republic because I would go to Tortilla Republic all the time after taping No Filter because it was literally right down the street from my studio. So I would take my guests out to eat at Tortilla Republic all the time. We would have the spicy margaritas and sometimes they would have Taco Tuesday and it was never the same Taco Tuesday. It was always different every single week and it was really kind of annoying because I never knew what to expect on Taco Tuesdays. And I say that because we taped on Tuesdays and then the episodes would air on Wednesdays. Anyway, I digress. So I'm curious though if I don't think that's the spot that they're going to open it up because it's a sandwich shop so it's more like a little cafe and I would feel like that space is is a little too big for them I know there was another restaurant that opened up after Tortilla Republic I believe like in 2020 when like the world was you know shutting down and ending they closed down around that time and a new restaurant opened up I don't know if that restaurant is still there but I don't think that that's the spot that they would open up at only because that spot is just so big that I wouldn't imagine like Tom Tom was a fairly small bar. You know what I mean? Pump, obviously, Lisa's had experience running restaurants and stuff. I don't anticipate that something about her is a, going to be like an actual restaurant. I do know that next to that, like across the street from it, they have all these other little small commercial spaces that would likely be an appropriate fit for something about her. Like there's this one place that like has been a few different businesses, but was like a... um. I think they've done like like wellness, like smoothie shakes. So like that space I think would be appropriate for it. But anyway, it seems like that whole little that whole little street is about to become like Vanderpump Lane or something or Vanderpump Corner because we know right around the corner next to Pump is Tom Tom. So it's all kind of in that same sort of it's all in the same block. Vanderpump block is really what it's becoming with Lisa Vanderpump and the Vanderpump Rules kids kind of just buying up all the property or not buying it, but renting up all the property there and opening up their businesses. But I'm actually excited for the girls. I think I'm excited to try something about her sandwiches. Are you, will you be going to something about her sandwiches? Think about it. Like then when you come to LA and you go to West Hollywood, then you make it a full Vanderpump experience, right? You have lunch at something about her and then you go and have a pregame cocktail at Sir and an appetizer. You get the goat cheese balls, right? Then you pop on down. You walk down the street and you go to Pump. I would say Pump for dinner because I think the food at Pump is better than the food at Sir. Sir is like a great spot where you want to take a photo op and you want to have a drink. You want to see Peter and you want to try the goat cheese balls. That's really all I think Sir is, is that good for. It's a little more formal than Pump in a way kind of, but I would say have a sandwich for lunch at something about her, maybe go walking around West Hollywood, have a drink and an appetizer at Sir, then walk down the street and go to Pump, have dinner at Pump and drinks at Pump, and then walk next door and grab a nightcap at Tom Tom, 
right? I think that's your perfect Vanderpump night. You end the night at Tom Tom, get some fries, get some of the Tom Tom cocktails, and you're solid. I mean, and if you want to go out, then there's like stash right across the street, or there's the Abbey and the Chapel, which are like the places you go to in West Hollywood, and it's right in between all of Lisa's spots. Like if Lisa could buy the Abbey, I'm pretty sure Lisa would buy the Abbey too, but that's just not going to be an option for her. So there you go. I just mapped out your night in West Hollywood if you're a Vanderpump fan. <laughs> There's also Giovanni down the street if you want to go shopping, if you're a New York fan. There's a lot going on in that little section. I'm trying to think of like what other, I mean, Toca Madeira, which, you know, Kristen Doty made popular um, because it wasn't somebody cheating at Toca Madeira. Somebody was doing something at Toca Madeira that they weren't supposed to be doing. And of course, Kristen Doty outed it. I digress. Let me know if you plan on going to uh, something about her and getting some of her sandwiches. And I'm just like, I'm just, I want to eat something about her bologna. Ooh, there's something about her bologna, and it is yummy. Sounds like a porno. Okay, let's talk about Kathy, uh, Kathy Hilton's Aspen meltdown. Okay, because... Now we saw that we led up to the Aspen meltdown. Last week's episode was great. Now we have this week's episode, right? And so there's a new clip that dropped this morning ahead of tonight's all new episode. So I haven't seen this uh, tonight's new episode. So if you're watching or listening to this on Thursday or any day after, obviously there's a good chance you may have already seen this week's episode of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, but I'm solely going based off of the clip that dropped this morning or dropped Tuesday morning rather. So in the new clip for Beverly Hills, we see the women all talking about Kathy's meltdown. They're all on a plane and Mauricio's like, where's Kathy? And Rena's like, I don't know. She's probably coming off a bender. JK, JK, Kathy wasn't on a bender that we know of, but all the women, Erica, Sutton, Rena, Kyle, Diana, They're all dishing on what went down last night at the club, okay? Even Crystal weighs in. Crystal's very, not very crystal clear, actually, but Crystal weighs in, and she's like, Kathy's my friend, my friend Kathy Hilton. She's like, I saw that there was some commotion, but, like, how bad could it really be? I was too busy over here doing something else. I was too busy over here crying in Erica's arms. So... Crystal doesn't really give us much, but all the other women are talking about Erica. Everyone's beloved Sutton seems to corroborate that Kathy was having a meltdown at the club. Rena, Kyle, Diana, okay? They all describe Kathy getting agitated and starting to spiral. Sutton says that she kept wanting them to do the conga line and do the conga line, and nobody really wanted to do, do the conga line, and Kathy was kind of getting irritated because nobody wanted to do the conga line. Uh, and then they all describe Kathy starting, to, or Diana says, like, I came back from the restroom, and all of a sudden, like, Kathy's, like, yelling at the women, and she was so angry, and she was specifically yelling at Kyle, and they all describe, you know, Kathy just kind of starting to, like, scream and get upset, Right. And so she apparently snapped at Kyle and told Kyle to leave with her. And Kyle's like, um, no, go be a bitch at home. I'm going to have a good night tonight. You can go, like, do your own thing, okay? And so Kathy ends up leaving with Rinna. And then according to Rinna, Rinna was saying that she, that Kathy was going to ruin Kyle's life and she wanted to ruin, or that she could ruin all of them if she wanted to. And she was going to take down NBC and she was going to take down Bravo and she was just going on this mean, crazy rant. Wild, wild stuff, right? And now again, I'm taping this before the episode actually airs, so I'm not sure what actually goes down in its entirety. I'm just going based off of the clip that was released, but 
she says that Kathy goes back to the house and then she starts like pounding on the walls and she throws her glasses on the floor and she stomps on her glasses and she really just has all of this hatred directed towards Kyle. None of the slur comes up because obviously that was part of the rumor is that Erica heard Kathy call the DJ a slur. She also shared words with the DJ. So it seems like there are a lot of things that happened, right? Sutton says that there was the conga line um diana remembers seeing kathy yelling at kyle kyle says that she didn't want to leave with kathy which irritated her even further erica which i'm assuming will come out in a later episode talks about kathy's beef with the dj and then she calls the dj the homophobic slur so it does appear that there are several things that may have led up to kathy's meltdown but I know there's a rumor going around currently that Kathy is having her attorneys request the footage before it's actually aired. And the women, I guess, didn't get to see the full final three episodes because Kathy's attorneys wanted to review them. And they were suggesting edits in those episodes to try and preserve Kathy's image because they wanted to make sure that she was portrayed fairly. It sounds to me like another Bravo, Bravo, Bravo type of situation all over again, like with Denise Richards, but it sounds like Kathy seems to be strong arming a little bit harder. And I mean, I don't ever really remember an instance where a housewife was able to kind of get or to have some sort of leeway with being able to have things edited out, out of the show if that's actually what's going on. Who knows if this is actually true? I just know this is the word on the curb. But I don't know. It kind of sounds kind of crazy. It kind of makes sense as to why we didn't see any other clips leaked before, as to why we got no previews for this week's episode. Like maybe they weren't able to release anything because... They were still going through edits. Um, it would make sense. I know it's not uncommon for the housewives to not get the full final edited version of the episodes before going into the finale. Obvious, or yeah, before going into the reunion. Sorry. They don't always get to see the final episode or the final edit of the final episodes that the audience gets to see because they can only get the highlights or the clips. That way they're prepared for the reunion because obviously they have to watch all the episodes before going into the reunion. That way they know what's going to be brought up, what airs, what is to be discussed, whatever. So who knows if the rumor that Kathy has her lawyers coming through everything who knows if it's true at this point, I wouldn't be surprised, especially since we hear Rena saying that, you know, she said that she could, take down NBC if she wanted to, and she could take down Bravo if she wanted to, and if she's really going to those lanes, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. So, obviously, last week we saw Jennifer Lawrence talking about Real Houses of Beverly Hills. She said that the season was really boring. I don't think this is a boring season. Everyone keeps saying that this season is awful, and it's so bad, and it's so boring, and nothing happens, but I'm just like... What are you guys talking about? I feel like there's something that's going on every single week. And it's actually, I think it's a good season of Beverly Hills. Is it their best season? No, I wouldn't say it's their best season. Last season was really good. But I actually think it's a good season. Sorry. I'm enjoying it. I look forward to watching it every week. I just, I don't know. But Jennifer Lawrence is not a fan. And she thinks that Erica Jane should get a publicist. And she should 
um, she thinks that she's evil. And then Erica clapped back last week on Watch What Happens Live. And she's like, listen, you know, I think she should come on the show. And I'm pretty sure we can unmask the ugly parts of her, too. She's like, it's very easy to judge somebody when they're at their worst on camera going through everything in real time. And I'm like, you know, what, Erica, that's true. That's true, girl. That's true. So John Hamm apparently also watches Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Actor John Hamm was on the Howard Stern show this week saying that he watches the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and only the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I'm just like, obviously, he has good taste. Like, hello. What, what would we expect him to watch? Dubai? No, thank you. Okay. John Hamm is packing the ham downstairs. And obviously, I don't know what that has to do with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But, well, I mean, if he's packing, then he likes to make sure that his shows are packing the heat as well, right? He wants them jam-packed like his underwear. So I think John Hamm is onto something. And if Jennifer Lawrence is watching it and John Hamm is watching it and they're all talking about Erica Jane, I think that says a lot. I think that says that Beverly Hills is now peeking into mainstream culture, mainstream pop culture. And I just want to say, they're not talking about Garcelle. <laughs> Okay, that was my shady moment of the day. But anyway, John Hamm says that he wants Erica to return the earrings. That's what he told Howard Stern. Apparently, Howard Stern watches Beverly Hills as well. But he said that he wants her to return the earrings. And I just want John Hamm to listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter because then he would know that she already did. Okay, let's talk Adam Levine because this has been a real hot moment on The Real Housewives. Oh, actually, before we get into Adam Levine, I want to clarify something about Lisa Rinna and BravoCon because I keep seeing people talk about BravoCon and Lisa Rinna and her not being at BravoCon and how it must be due to this season or it must be due to the after the reunion or maybe she's fired or maybe she's quitting or whatever, whatever. Lisa Rinna was never planning on going to BravoCon. When they made the original announcement a couple months ago, Lisa Rinna was not part of that announcement. So it doesn't seem like it has anything to... And that was before her social media meltdown. That was before her beef with the Dubai girls. That was before the taping of the reunion. That was before the rest of the season aired. So it sounds like I don't also... I don't think they get paid to go to BravoCon. I'm actually pretty sure they don't get paid to go to BravoCon. So at this point... What's the point of going to BravoCon if you really don't need to go to BravoCon? I'm not surprised that she's not going because I was never expecting her to go. So I think all these other rumors are really just, you know, bogus speculation at this point. But let's talk Adam Le- Adam Levine. Okay, so Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine has been accused of cheating on his wife and his baby mama. As we know, they're currently expecting their third child together. And oof, there is a new scandal. Scandal somebody called Carrie Washington because we got a new scandal. Okay. So this woman, Somner Stroh, which sounds like a typo, uh, she came out on, on TikTok and she's claiming that she had an affair with Adam Levine. But I have questions because I'm like, "Mm, Somner, and I feel ridiculous saying that. Somner, I don't know what to think about all of this, okay? Everyone's dragging Adam Levine. You might drag me for my take after this, but hear me out. Stay with me. Let's get through this. 
I know that we can do it. Where are we going to expose Somner? Where are we going to expose Somner? So Somner is a model and an OnlyFans creator, and she's gorgeous, okay? Like, if I were a straight man, I probably would slide into her DMs as well. She's gorgeous, and I'm pretty sure that, like, after today, her OnlyFans is popping off, and she's earning those monthly subscriptions, 30% off for the first month. Let's get it, okay? She's claiming that she and Adam Levine, uh, she and Adam Levine had a year-long affair, and now she's leaking their DMs in a new TikTok that she posted over the weekend, right? Or maybe it was, or was it Monday? I think it happened on Monday, or she may have posted it over the weekend, but it like became mainstream news on Monday. So she posted the messages that show a flirty relationship between the two of them, a flirty exchange. She's also claiming that she was naive and that she was manipulated into responding to these DMs and that she never wanted to come forward, okay? She did not want to come forward, but one of her friends was threatening to leak these to the press. And so now she's releasing these screenshots that are time-stamped, okay? So these are screenshots that she was taking in real time as we're going through this, right? Which is also a very interesting motive. And so I'm just like, mm, okay. Now define affair for me, Patrick Somers. Define it. Merriam-Webster, define the word affair. Because the way that she's telling the story insinuates that they hooked up at some point. Yet all we have are flirty DMs. And if you read through the DMs, they don't seem to be very explicit, okay? Now, she does have another message from June that was screenshotted in June because it's not a screenshot of the actual Instagram DM, but it's a screenshot of her home screen when the notifications come in. And listen, I'll be honest with you. I've screenshotted some things as well. And so when I screenshot, like if I see, like when Ronald Richards was was like blowing up my Twitter, I would screenshot that in real time. And then I would send that to my friend and I would be like, oh my God, or friends or whoever. And I'd be like, oh my God, he's blowing up my Twitter right now. So you screenshot these things in the moment, right? And then you have them and then you save them. So it's a little, little suspicious there. So as far as I've seen, there's no proof that they had any sort of physical interaction between them, okay? It sounds to me like he found a hot chick on Instagram, slid into her DMs, and now she's trying to use it to get some sort of clout, right? And she's painting herself as a victim. But I'm like, sweetie, you're not, I don't see you as a victim in this. I see you as a grown woman. It's not like you met him at a bar, right? It'd be different if they like were out one night and they were at a bar and you know, you're not really sure. Is that Adam? Is that Adam Levine? Is that that? Is that that guy from Maroon 5? You know, is that the guy that posed naked that one time, you know, in that photo shoot? He's kind of hot. I don't know. Maybe he looks like Adam Devine. Maybe later I could say I hooked up with Adam Devine. Adam Levine. Sorry, because Adam Devine is another person. He's a comedian. So it's not like they met at a bar and she wasn't really sure who he was. And, you know, he didn't tell her that he was married and he didn't have a ring. And so it was a little blurry and a little confusing as to, you know, could this be him? Could this not be him? Maybe, maybe he said that he was separated or he wasn't married or whatever the case may be. You know, it's not like we were out and about and we didn't have access to Google, right? She could have very easily browsed his account because he was DMing her not from a Finsta, not from a private account, not from a personal account, but from his public Maroon 5 Adam Levine Instagram account. You could have just clicked right on it and you would have seen all the information about it. 
could have done a quick Google search. Let's say you've never heard She Will Be Loved, okay? Let's say you don't know who at, who Maroon 5 is. Maybe you're like, I know Maroon the color, but I don't know Maroon 5. That's my mom's era, right? Because she's on TikTok. But anyway, benefit of the doubt, sure. You could still Google somebody. Trust me, anytime I match with somebody on a dating app, anytime I, you know happen to be texting with someone or I get somebody's phone number, I Google them, okay? I Google everything about them. And then I have to conceal the fact that I know their grandmother's maiden name, you know? So it was very easy to Google him and realize he's married and he has two children and now he has a third baby on the way, okay? She could have easily seen, oh, he has kids. Oh, he has a wife. Maybe he's a total creep and he's sliding into my DMs. I don't have to instigate. I don't have to respond. I don't have to initiate anything. I can just leave him in the unread because, you know, for those of you that know the DMs, you have your primary and you have your general and then you have the unread. Those are the ones that you need to approve. She could have left him in the messages that needed to be approved and not even bothered. She could have even blocked him if it was that gross. You know, but she was like, oh, but I had just moved to L.A. And because I had just moved to L.A., that made me naive. And I'm like Snow White and I'm going to fly away with the birds. And I'm just like, sweetie, no. Listen, I know when somebody slides into my DMs. Like, listen, he's wrong for sliding into the DMs. Let me clarify that because if I didn't make that clear, he is wrong for sliding into her DMs. He is a married man. He has children. He needs to R-E-S-P-E-C-T, put some respect on his wife's name, Okay. She's a gorgeous woman. He's a beautiful wife. Why do you need to be sliding into some, some OnlyFans chick's DMs? You know, he's wrong. He is not right. He should have never slid into the DMs. But as far as I've seen, there's no proof that he ever actually met her, okay? People slide into my DMs all the time. They want to hit it all the time. It doesn't mean that they have hit it. I mean, do you even realize how many times I hear about rumors on Twitter about people that claim that I've slept with their friends or that I was trying to sleep with their friends or whatever? I'm like, show me the receipts, baby. Show me the receipts. You want to see my dick pic? Here's my dick pic. This is the dick pic that I sent to this person on this day, period. You want to see the DMs? Here are the DMs. You know, show me the receipts. I have my receipts. Show me the receipts and I'll believe it. You know, so far, you know, just because somebody says that they want to hit it or just because somebody claims that they hit it, it doesn't mean that they actually have. And so far, all we have are flirty DMs. Now, first of all, I just would like to say to Adam Levine, if you're going to be a tool and you're going to be, you know, lurking around, then at least in the DMs, then at least do it in vanish mode, okay? For people that don't know vanish mode, it's where you can make sure that after the the message, the DM has been read, it goes into, it vanishes. It's gone. Poof. Like Doctor Strange, it poof, gone, never existed, okay? Number one. And number two, everyone's acting like the Somner person, the Somner woman is his side chick. And it's literally just her word. And it seems a little questionable that she's blasting it on TikTok. And she gave us some of the messages, but she didn't show us all of the messages. And she didn't show us any messages that were really incriminated. I want to see the receipts, you know, show me his dick pics. Show me where he's like, I'm going to gobble you, swabble you, drip down the side of you. You know, we saw all of Oliver's DMs. Garcelle's son, when he was going around, you know, fooling around on his baby mama. We saw all of those DMs. We saw all of that business. Those were vulgar. All we see is Adam Levine saying, hey, I think you're pretty. You're beautiful. Like he's flirting with her. Still very inappropriate. I'm not defending his behavior. What he did was inappropriate and what he did was wrong. 
we don't, I, don't, I don't need to badger him because everybody else on the internet is already badgering him. So if you want to read mean things about Adam Levine, just Twitter search Adam Levine. It's very inappropriate. It was wrong, period. Now, his wife is at home pregnant, okay? I think his wife is probably the victim because her man was obviously doing things that he shouldn't have been doing. He was talking to girls that he shouldn't have been talking to. But this other woman, Somner, she's no victim here, okay? I don't consider her to be naive. If you're not naive enough to post this, to take screenshots and send them to your friends in real time, if you're not naive enough, at that point, why don't your girlfriends come in and say, yo, this guy's married. Why are you messaging him? I mean, listen, I'm pretty sure he'd like subscribe to her OnlyFans, but being a horny pig does not make him a cheater, okay? I think everybody's blowing this just a little out of proportion. He didn't assault anybody. He didn't impregnate anybody. He's just a tool, okay? Most guys are tools. That doesn't make it right, but most guys are subscribing to OnlyFans and they're out there flirting with chicks at the bar when they're on their work trips and stuff. None of it's right, okay? But I think everybody's blowing this out of proportion just a little bit. I think he did something inappropriate. She engaged in something that was also inappropriate. And and there it is. And now she just wants some clout after this. But I guess the bigger conversation is, does this make him a cheater? Is flirting with somebody else technically cheating? And where does that line then cross over into cheating? Because if flirting, if just like flirty messages or flirty banter, let's say you are at a bar or at a restaurant and you come across somebody and you're both single, or maybe you're at the airport, right? You're at the airport, you're getting your, you know, Belvedere soda or your Tito soda because Tito's is, is the, the popular one. You're getting your Tito soda at 6.35 in the morning because your, your flight got delayed and now you have to wait until 8.15 before your flight finally departs. And Susan's already right there in line with her suitcase ready to board, even though she's in gate seven or sorry, she's in group seven. So you're sitting there, you're single, you have your cocktail and then you see this hot girl and she walks up and she's ordering, you know, a mimosa because it's, you know, early in the morning still and you got to be appropriate and you got to have your your juice, your orange juice with your breakfast and then all of a sudden, the two of you start talking, right? And maybe there's a little bit of flirting. And maybe he's in a relationship. Maybe he's married. Maybe he has kids at home. Is it wrong that he's flirting with this younger, pretty woman that also happens to be an OnlyFans creator, right? Is it then inappropriate? I mean, obviously, it's inappropriate if there's touching. Obviously, it's inappropriate if they're kissing. Obviously, it's inappropriate if they exchange phone numbers, I mean, to be fair, Adam Levine did make the first move and slid into Somner's DMs first, so that's already bad news bears. And again, I'm not defending him, but I'm just saying I think the reaction's a little, a little bigger than I think we need to make it. Like, he's a sleaze kebab, but we also don't have any other stories of him, like, actually cheating on his wife. So, I don't know. I, you know I like to play devil's advocate. But anyway, he issued a statement on Tuesday morning saying that he crossed a line during a regrettable period of his life and it is and you know in certain instances things became inappropriate, but he said that he's working things out with his family and he takes full responsibility, but he is very adamant that he did not have an affair and he did not sleep with anyone else. He's really just owning up to flit flirtatious communication exchanging flirtatious messages with other girls. 
again, gross because you have a pregnant wife at home. But, you know, I mean, and then everyone's like hung up on the fact that like he said that he wanted to name his son after Somner because that was one of the messages that he sent was, oh, if I ever have a baby boy, I'm going to name um, I'm going to name my baby boy after you, Somner. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's going to name his son after his mistress. First of all, she's not his mistress because there was no mistress scene that happened. You can say, oh, my God, it's gross that he's naming his son after, you know, this OnlyFans girl that he was sliding into her DMs. That's that you can say. And that's kind of gross. Like if I found out that I was named after somebody that my father, you know, jerked off to in a porno, like I would not appreciate that. I'd be like, excuse me, that's not appropriate. Okay, it's not appropriate that you're giving me the name of, you know, this woman that you are clearly attracted to and were wishing you were banging. That's not okay, dad. Okay, pops. But luckily, my father did not do that. He decided to name me after himself. And then I changed my name. So <laughs> Somner posted on Instagram shortly after his statement went out saying, someone get this man a dictionary. I'm just like, well, sweetie, you should get a lot of people a dictionary because in my book, I don't necessarily see this as a full-on affair. I don't necessarily see her as a full-on mistress. I just think that homie did some shady shit. He was in the DMs when he shouldn't have been in the DMs. But again, I want to know. I want you to weigh in in the comments below. Do you think, or you can tweet me or DM me, do you think this was a full-on affair? All we have are flirty messages. She's not afraid of revealing messages. So I feel like at some point you should reveal some of the more intimate or some of the more vulgar messages if you're really trying to reveal what these messages are. Bleep them out if you need to. Don't show us the whole dick if you need to. But like, give us something that proves that this was an actual affair and not just a little exchange, a little DM exchange. Because trust me, boys be sliding into my DMs all the time. And they say when they want to come and hit it all the time. And that's cute. And there are even a few of them that I'm like, okay, so come get it. They ain't coming. Neither am I. But they ain't coming. Or maybe they are, but not in person. They're doing it in their bedroom. <sighs> there we go. That's my rant. Those those is my thoughts. You can drag me, internet. How many fucks do I give? Zero, 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 none, not one. Zero, 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 done. All right. Thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. That's me. You can give me a follow at just plain Zach if you want to keep up with me. Or you can follow the show at no filter with Zach if you don't care about me, but you just want that reality TBT. That's at no filter with Zach. And make sure when you're spelling Zach, you spell it with the Z A C K. Oh, be sure to stock up on some housewives watching wine at nofilterwine.com nofilterwine.com must be 21 or older to order please sip responsibly everybody head over to nofilterwine.com that way you're ready and fully stocked for the beverly hills finale for the salt lake city premiere for the beverly hills reunion get ready let's get it get it get it okay love you guys appreciate you guys hope you have a wonderful weekend i will see you for thursday night live It'll re-air or re- the rebroadcast will air on the podcast on Friday. So if you miss it live on Thursday, don't worry. If you haven't done so yet, sign up for our YouTube memberships at youtube.com slash Lots of fun, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else for only $2.99. $2.99 a month. That's cheaper than Somner's OnlyFans. Okay. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.